Yo, we're the Hunter, and we're hanging out with Rob, Front Row Live. Let's go. What's up, guys? Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. I'm hanging out and reunited here with the Hunter. It's been a while, pre pre everything, like since the last time I saw you guys, and I am loving the new music. Um, such a cool kind of evolution that you guys have with the, with the new music that we've heard so far. Um, before we really dive in and talk about the music, you guys are currently in LA shooting music videos for upcoming tracks and, and for Fugazi at the moment. Um, how different has that vibe and chemistry been like, uh, especially now that you guys are working with a new uh, director for these videos? Yeah, um, I, mean, I mean, yeah, we, um, you know, it's, it's worked out amazing for us because the director, Will, is the first guy that we had on the list to do this video. Um, and then it went through quite a few different scenarios where we weren't sure whether we we could get out here in time to actually do it. Um, we had to drop the song. Um, so we were looking at doing another video back in the UK for it, but you know our vision for the song and what Fugazi kind of represents and the landscape for it, we just felt like we had to come out here and do it with Will. Um, and I think we've the bits that we've seen back, it looks so sick. It looks exactly the vibe that we wanted, so yeah. it's been dope, yeah. That's awesome. And and I love, like I mentioned earlier, I love the new music. Um, I love the new sound, the new style that you guys are kind of evolving into. Um, but I, at the same time, I don't feel like I don't feel like you guys are evolving into it. I feel like this is what the sound that you guys wanted it to be. Like, I feel like you guys have honed it and found it. Um, and I also feel like Gil is a big part of, of being able to do that. Jumping into the studio with Gil, which is such an incredible producer. Um, First of all, what was it about him that drew your attention to wanting to work with him on this fourth album? And secondly, like, what was that initial process like when you guys first jumped into the studio with him? Um, I think it's all the artists he worked with, wasn't it? Like Jimmy Eat World, Foo Fighters, The Pixies, and yeah, and just he's just such a great producer. It's just we really wanted to work with him because all the sounds of the stuff he's done is just what we wanted to be like now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty much like guys. Do you want to? Yeah, he, he was he, again. He was the first person that was uh, on the list, and he was the only person that was mentioned um, when we had a meeting with our management team. And yeah, when we realised <clears throat> how notorious and amazing and long he'd been doing it, we uh, it was kind of a no-brainer. Like like Dan said, on the artist front and the albums he's done. And then when we met him as well, um, you know, we were quite nervous because you know he's such a big producer, but. He was so friendly, so down to earth. We got on like a house on fire. And yeah, when we first met him, we just kind of listened through to loads of tracks, mm. like more than that was on the album. So, you know, we had quite a lot of songs and it was just such a nice process to kind of like hear what he thought about all of our music. Right. Um, and he was really, in, he was digging it. He was in, he, Even his son apparently is a big fan, which was really nice to hear. And just the way he worked was like very detailed. And we like that as well. No, no stone, stone unturned. Uh, is that the right saying? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he 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 just had the right process, and he wanted us to be us on the record. And he one of the main things we remember him saying is, "I want to bring all of your personalities out on your instruments," and he did that. Yeah. It was t it was timeless as well. Like yeah. if like you said, you look at the work that he's done, and everything that he produces it stands the test of time whether you listen to it now or whether it was first recorded it's just an incredible record with so much character and i think that is what gil does and he's there's not many people that can bring that out yeah. of yeah. 
artist after artist, you know, and do it in t- like prolifically. So and that's what we wanted, that's to, what do, we wanted to do. We wanted to make a timeless rock record like the Jimmy Eat World, like the Foos, um, and that's exactly what we think we've done. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm privileged as well because he chose to work with us. He doesn't um, really do that much work anymore. He only wants to work with artists and bands who he wants to work with. Yeah. So for Gil Norton to be like, yeah, I want to work <laughs> with the Hano, it was like, no way. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. He was, uh, like Jack said, he was like, from the get-go, he was just really, um, you know, nice about what we were doing and, our, and the demos we'd done, yeah. um, which was a big deal for us because we felt like, we felt like we had, we kind of locked ourselves away, just us three, and, and wrote so many songs and we were loving it and we were like, this is what we should be doing and what we want to do. So then for Gil to come on board and Gil to basically he, going through all the demos of more songs that we had that didn't make the record, he's like, it's too hard to pick. Like, there's so many songs. He's like, we've already got songs for the next record. So, yeah, you know, it was a great place to be. Yeah. Now, the fact that he worked with notoriously with Foo Fighters and we know how Dave Grohl is with like always wanting to do things analog, the old school way, um, that crisp kind of sound. Did he have you guys record that way in a sense with the, either some of the songs or the entire record? Yeah, I mean, we, we we went to a place called Vader Studios, um, which was kind of like a old English country house um, in out in the countryside, beautiful spot. And the uh, the main live room was kind of a, a chapel that was like added onto the house. Um, big analog desk, and yeah, the, the whole vibe felt very organic and old school. Um, and yeah, just like for me, like the, the the kit sound that we got was what I play live, and I think it was the like first time i really felt like they wanted me to have my sound of the kit to replicate the live and same with the guitars like the guitar sounded amazing just through the live amps and everything was done how we wanted it to be and that's what he he wanted to do so it was very like just natural coming together and um his 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 mixing guy and assistant and like legend of a friend as well uh clint um, from New Zealand came over and he was just an absolute joy to work with as well so the team and we had a, a girl called Georgia and then uh, one of their assistants that we they knew was called Tarrant and he was um, kind enough to jump on and play bass on the whole record so all round just everyone was just so so nice and um, yeah the sound was just really raw and live and and then obviously mixed and produced and mastered um, really really like top level yeah Yeah. for sure you mentioned that he allowed you to um be yourselves with your instruments um during this recording process one of the things that i loved most about fugazi is that the drums sound so much cleaner and crisper and it's like that that sound for that it's like i don't know it just like really drew my attention um what did he have you do differently for this song in particular and um was this something that you've never done before yeah, I mean, again, it was just kind of like letting the drums do what they do rather than like overthinking it mm. and, you know, like overproducing it and like even just like simple things like we were using my snare for pretty much the whole the whole record and yeah. it wasn't like we were putting too many things on it. We He was just kind of like, let's not put any moon gel, let's not put any tape on it, let's just fucking crank it and it just it ended up being like a gunshot, you know. Um, and yeah, just all around like the kit sound was just popping and like people like Abe Cunningham from Deftones and John Otto from Limp Bizkit and Dave Grohl, Taylor Hawkins, um, the, they're, Chad Smith, they're the guys that I look up to and yeah. my I think I've always gone for that American tight sort of 
punk rock grunge sound and again that's his field so yeah i was i was just smiling the whole time <laughs> I think it's one of those things it's like there's so much attention to detail and like it was probably well it was one of the first records that we actually had quite a bit of time to be in the studio and actually make the records and not be rushing to do stuff and cutting corners sometimes we just were allowed to just take our time and just get the right tones and everything so and luckily for us Gil and Clint work so well together that for them it's it's almost a walk in the park really <laughs> so you know yeah you'd like you'd, you'd you'd like lay something down or like like even on the kit stuff when me and Dan because Jack went first on on the drums and we'd go away for a bit and give, let them do their thing and then come back and hear where they were with the kit sound and the takes that was going on and we'd come back in and it was just some raw drum takes from the first night and we were just like sounds fucking unbelievable yeah, already yeah. like Jesus yeah, so. without even like any <laughs> any mixing or anything yeah. so yeah, yeah. So we were just gassed like as soon yeah. as you hear that it's just like oh my god this is going to be insane yeah, so. yeah, yeah. you had a fill in drummer that's what it was <laughs> <laughs> I stepped up to the plate I stepped up to the plate um, Daniel, for you, like, uh, how did he allow you to kind of step out of your comfort zone, try new things on this record? And uh, do you feel like there was any one track on this album that really like challenged you to kind of get that track down? I feel like he was really good at pushing, like pushing me into doing things which are out of my comfort zone, which I'm capable of doing, but maybe I wouldn't have thought of. Um, especially like the melody writings and tones, and he introduced me to like lots of really cool pedals. We used some really cool ones from like Jack White. So here's like, is what is it? The Bumblebee, is it? That one was fire for like the Bumblebee one, and we had like loads of different like reverbs and like modulator pedals as well. And it was just really really cool to just dive in that world. And that's how I grew up. I like using pedals and amps, and like we use Kempers now for live performances. But um, it's just kind of nice to go back to that, and you know create sounds and yeah. get a bit nerdy and so yeah yeah it's really 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 cool and um we had lots of guitars didn't we ray and loads of amps so many amps what was his one the match matchmaker yeah we had a, we had a blues breaker um we had a twin reverb we had orange amps we had gil was just kind of like <laughs> Get me all the amps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like science. Just yeah. get me all the amps and then we'll just fucking <laughs> fuck around. Like, which is cool. That's what rock music's about, you know. Yeah. Experimenting. Like amps for amps for amps. It was just like leads for days. It was just crazy. It was, but yeah, he, he knew what he wanted. And these references as well, like, he was just like, if you had this song, it'd be cool to do this, but then we could make it a bit more sharper and a bit more grittier. And it's just really, really interesting. He's a fascinating person. And for guitars, it's for me, the best guitar sounds I've yeah. done to date. King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, did you guys come into the studio already with lyrics and songs in mind? Or did you also um, kind of write some stuff while he was in the room? Um, we went, I th yeah, we went with pretty much everything um, ready. I mean, we had uh, pre-production with Gil before we went to properly start the, the record which yeah. was we had like two weeks was yeah, it weeks, yes. we had like two weeks of being in the room with Gil and playing through it, all the songs you know messing around with BPM changes to get the right tempos for the feel um, and yeah, and you know middle eights working out you know just tightening the screws on exactly what the, the base of the song was going to be um, so so yeah I mean you know Gil worked closely with that as well and even lyrically he you know wanted me to write them out so that he could read them and take them in and understand wow. understand 
where I'm coming from on on what the message is here yeah. and what the that's what I love about Gil as well is like every song the music and it's you know, such a simple thing but the music he wanted the music to and the emotion of the music to fit what the lyrics were saying which is obvious it's obvious to say that do you know what I mean that's how it should be but <clears throat> I feel like a lot of music this day that it's lacking that yeah, that that yeah. thought of what's what's Story actually seven. what what are people supposed to feel at on this middle eight <coughs> like is this middle eight bit the explosion that it's like yeah. the emotions have got too much and it needs to go a bit crazier or is it a moment where we need to have a little quiet moment and make the listener feel yeah. in a different kind of way you know so that was I thought was amazing and I think that's another great thing about this record is that you can hear all those moments and and you and you do feel them. Like I think every song has such a different character, um, and he yeah he really brought that out um, yeah so and I, I think the biggest thing was like trust as well like he you know he was very complimentary of us and how we work and to feel that trust in us was yeah. you know it's, it's confidence boosting for us. Yeah. So. Yeah, the the album this is the fourth album but it's also a self-titled album so um what was the reasoning behind it being a self-titled album is it because of the lyrics and the the um the music or the lyrics or the or the subjects that you were talking about or you know just because it was you know it just felt like the right time because you kind of discovered the real sound of the hana i think that that kind of was it like we were we were thinking about you know what could the record be called and then you know, it's fourth record. We've 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 done a lot. We've seen a lot. We've been to a lot of places. We've grown as people and as musicians. And I think we really had like a moment of almost clarity going into this one and and shutting out a lot of outside outside noise that we've had in the past and just get back to us being in a room, making music, having fun. You know, not taking life too seriously and stressing out about fucking what's on fucking TikTok or Instagram or what we haven't posted, what we need to do here, you know, just like get back to what it's about and fall in love with it again, I guess. Um, and, and we definitely did that. So, so yeah. Sorry, I think I just went off on a tangent there. So, so yeah. You said what you wanted to say. Yeah, so, and... Yeah. I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, sorry, 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 the fourth album self-titled. So sorry, yeah. It's been a long trip, people. Um, so, so, yeah, and then we were just like, you know, we feel very confident in this album, and yeah. we feel like it's the album we wanted to make. It's it's like the flag in the in the ground for us of, yeah. of this is the new era of the Hunter moving Fresh forward. Um, yeah, and we feel good, so we were just like, we're proud to put our name on it let's go and stamp it self titles yeah seriously like how did you feel that that new sound or, or the sound let's call it the sound like how did you feel like the sound um made you kind of do your vocals differently or try new things different um with your vocals like because it's a grungier kind of vibe it's it's the bpm the tempo like it's different so like how did that affect or impact your your vocals uh i think um you know like for instance, Trash, the first single that we brought out, um, is, you know, just a very in-your-face, straight-away, you know, punk, really. Um, and and the verses have got that hip-hop hip -hop vibe about it. So it kind of... I think there's moments like that where it allowed me, like, Trash, vocally, I've never really done anything like yeah. that on another record. Yeah, like, the verses have got, like, a kind yeah. of, you know, just a fun, almost Eminem kind of... Yeah, biscuit yeah, kind biscuit, of yeah. 
kind of vibe. Um, and then the chorus is rip. Um, but it's even like in, even in the, British, yeah, like it was super fun. British, super punk, and and we were just kind of having fun with it, like we because the song is kind of alluding to things that we've been through with the industry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and we were just in the studio. We wrote the lyrics to, together in the studio. That was just having fun, especially the verses. We were all having fun trying to rhyme the right yeah, words yeah. that it all made sense. And, yeah, yeah. Like we, and then, like we yeah. were just there, just writing them down, and we were just like, "Oh my god, what about like, like this, yeah, like this?" Yeah, and we're yeah. just bouncing off each other. And it's just and then fun. Gang yeah. vocals for the money, 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 yeah, and yeah. Uh, bloody bloody bloody, and all that as well. It, it is something we've never done before, and yeah. and the music as well. Like as soon as like Dan started playing the, the front of the song, on, like just on the guitar, we were like, "Hell yeah, Here, <laughs> this is gonna rip." Yeah. And everyone just compliments everyone, you know. We all, yeah. we're all on the same. Page. Every song's different, but yeah. every song we kind of all know what we've got to bring to the table. Yeah. But it's it's also like experimenting and trying to find the right thing for it. And you know, a drum a drum pattern might change or a guitar riff might change, but we always get there, yeah. you know. Um, and I think with this album, it it was worth the wait, and the was actually partly a blessing for us because that's where we really honed in on what we wanted to do and that's why we're here like even like maybe like a few years ago on another record like a song like trash or like the 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 accent like the real british punky accent on the chorus and stuff and like oh it was fucking money mate like we like maybe i wouldn't have done it because you know we weren't it it was before like but now doing these songs it's like again we we just had a newfound confidence i think like i felt confident in what we were doing and i was enjoying it having fun loving it so it was just like there's no like just let it out like whatever's in here like and there's like, there's a lot of different people in this body <laughs> <laughs> you know we've all got we've all got different characters in ourselves yeah, yeah. you know so it's like yeah for, like when we fucking go out or we're having a drink or whatever you know we all do crazy impressions accents or there's like people come out so it's like just letting out different people within yourself i think which is nice and then there's like the slower more emotional ones like find a way out which is completely different to trash and then i think just the emotion of the music i think very quickly just kind of i can i kind of know where it needs to sit i think basically so i just try and get into the emotion of it i think yeah how do you feel the songwriting has helped you be a better musician this time around for this record I feel like it's because we've been writing together. Like, we just kind of blocked out all the bullshit, yeah. right? And just kind of had that moment of just being us free, just doing our thing, being the best we can be. And no, because when you write songs with other people, it's, it's, it can be great and it can be shit, but it's, it's quite disposable and it's rushed. Yeah. And it's just like, get the job done, tick a box. Yeah. Where sometimes music, music isn't like that, in our opinion. I think it's just enjoy it take your time get it right right guys <laughs> you don't know those people yeah. like i know these guys yeah. these, you know like the, the brotherhood is we all know what each other likes yeah. we all know what each other's good at but we're we're pushing each other you yeah, know exactly. and i think that's what it's about and also as well the reason why we got into this is we wanted to be proud of what we do and we want to bring something new to the table, yeah. like number one. And, and we have in the past, for sure, we're proud of everything we've done. But I think this is the first time we've kind of, as, as a band and evolved, we've gone, holy shit, this, this is it. You know, we, we just found it together and, and just listening to our favourite artists. But we kind of like rolled back the years and we just kind of like got out the 90s and the noughties records that we 
grew up that made us musicians. Yeah. So I think it's like paying homage as well to the legends we looked up to. So yeah, that was kind of really nice to kind of take little influences from our favorite bands, you yeah. know. And I think they're the bands that have stand, stood the, te uh, the test of time. They're still doing it now, whereas we don't really listen to much stuff that is kind of like hot for a minute, it's gone. Yeah. Like we listen to shit that is ever everlasting yeah. and, and yeah. That's what we like. That's what we've always been about. Yeah. It's, just, it's almost like taking it back to basics. Like you start a band, you write together, you write in a rehearsal room, and that's what you do. And you're enjoying yourself and you're enjoying the music you're playing. And and we've definitely gone back to that. And you know, so nowadays in the music industry, I feel like even for bands, which is quite a sad thing, is that there's this whole thing because music is now it, like it's made so quickly. And then it's out so quickly, and then it's done, yeah, and then there's yeah, like hell yeah, just yeah, made yeah. so quickly, you know. So it's, it's like the life of the artist. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's like there's no time to breathe, is there? With yeah. it, like yeah. And then you, and for a band, it's like we started off in rehearsal rooms, jamming together and, and putting songs together, like we did with Gil in pre-prod. Whereas over the years, it's it's kind of got into the thing where even bands, it's like oh management company or whatever it's like oh there's this person over here they've had this release and this release which is you know cool impressive and we like working with other writers that gel with us if they gel cool like we have friends that we would work with you know but you go and then you're just sat in a room with this person that you've never met for a day and you've, you know, you, you, it to you, be gold. Yeah, you, like you, you got to finish at like five, six o'clock. Yeah. So you've got to like come up with this amazing hit song that's gonna go on the radio and blow up in a day. And it's, and then you get to the point where it's like, oh, should it be this lyric or this lyric? And then you kind of pencil something in just so it's there. Yeah. So and then oh, we'll come back to it. It's like that's not how it should be. Like yeah, we should yeah. just be in a rehearsal and room you, taking yeah. our time on it yeah, to to craft listen, it. You, and you listen back to it, and you can hear it's rushed. Yeah. or you can hear it's half complete or you can hear it's half not us yeah. and we're we're super kind of like we're done with that bullshit like if it doesn't sound if it's not come from us it's it's yeah. just not it's not worth it but you've got a fucking like um, we could go to people and we can make great songs mm. no doubt but we, we, we got to the point where it's like yeah it's a great song but I'm still not in love with it, love with it. so then when we when we stopped that and we came into the room just us three again it was like everything the whole thing i was like i love it yeah. i yeah, absolutely yeah. love like trash there was no as soon as we started doing it it only took like two hours yeah. to have the instrumental basically and it was like this is it this is what we've been looking that's, for that's the thing with songs like trash if you did that in one of those kind of sessions yeah. um not stereotyping all sessions but in the, they they calculate their time as that's not worth it because they yeah. want they, <coughs> their time is money yeah you know, and it's calculated and it's formulated and they want something from that session. And that's kind of the thing as well, that some of the sessions we have had in the past, you're kind of battling that. So it just does it. It really didn't work with us, did it? It's like, we want to write a good song. And, but they're like, we want to write a fucking song they want to play on the radio. Do you know what I mean? And we like, we don't care about that. We just want to write a good song. So it never, it's never worked, did it, really? It was never We're not fully relaxed. Like, when we just sit up, we were sitting up at mine and, like, if we didn't finish the song or we couldn't find the right lyrics or we couldn't find the right like end of the song we were like well, let's just come back tomorrow yeah. you know and and i think that you you can't you can't rush greatness yeah. let's go I agree. It's, it's, some people are either it's like are you here 
like you can have sessions that they're here for the music and they're here for the band and some people you come in you get they're there for, for the, the check, check yeah. you know exactly. so, yeah. and we're there for the respect yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love that love that <laughs> well i'm excited like for this for this album i'm excited for everyone to hear it and i'm i'm happy that you guys are able to you know stay true to yourselves like you know every once in a while you you dive into a different direction to try things out but like the fact that you were able to come back to who you the hana really is and and you're proving it with this album like super excited about that so thanks guys for reuniting with me you guys be sure to check out the hana self-titled album it's out october 28th and uh thanks for watching here on front row live hey it's rob again if you enjoyed this interview please follow for more and i invite you to head over to my youtube channel front row live ent where i have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists once again thank you for tuning in and have a great night